Blog Talk Radio. Today is Saturday, June 3rd, 2017, and this is the Bundy Slippers of Evil Job Seekers Call-In Show, presented by Evil Bunny Consulting. I'm your host, Tyrone Griffin, and if it's 3 p.m. you have on your bunny slippers, you are not looking for a job. Welcome, first-time and returning listeners. In this show, we discuss strategies and tactics of job search, staying motivated, and dealing with career transition. For more tips, resources, daily motivations, and to listen to archive shows, go to the website, bunnyslipperserevil.com. There you also find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter handle, and our YouTube channel. If you're listening live, you can call in or write your questions at 347-202-0929. Again, that number is 347-202-0929. Or write your questions here or here, depending on how you got your screen oriented. Well, everybody, thank you for getting up this early in the morning. Uh, you can probably see I finally figured out how to flip the video, so and I'm not always backwards. Uh, yeah. But uh, thank you again for everybody, for, for anybody tuning in this morning. Um, it's, uh, I'm, I'm on vacation. That's really what's going on. And um, today's show is about job titles. And it's uh, appropriate, I think, that um, I'm down here in Orlando, uh, a few miles from um, the greatest place on earth, you know, Disney World. And um, good morning, Kevin. How you doing? Thank you so much for tuning in, man, early this morning. Um, but anyway, today's Star Wars day, so I'm going to the parks and I'm going to do all my Star Wars stuff. Uh, but anyway, today's topic is what's in the job title. And um, interesting, I looked, I looked up some facts, first of all. I looked up some statistics on job titles and, and, and the study of job titles. Now, why are job titles important? Uh, think about this. Think about you go to a, a, a cookout. You, you go to a family gathering, any kind of you know, re- family reunion, whatever you go to. You meet a lot of people um, that you don't know. And, you know, you talk to them, hey, how you doing? What's your name? Blah, blah, blah. You know, what are your interests? You know, you just have general conversation. And there's always one question eventually that you get around to. And that question is, so what do you do? Now, what's interesting about that um, is that most people, you know, studies have shown that most people are not happy in their jobs. But at the same time, whenever we ask that question, so what do you do, we get an image of that person based on their job title or where they work, okay? It's like, you know, I'm a, a, a bio, say somebody says I'm a biochemist. And our assumption is kind of like, okay, well, you know, this person went to school and they studied and they did da 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 to become a biochemist. But then again, most people aren't happy with their job, so it's like, well, was this your goal in life, or did you just end here? And I think a lot of us, let's be honest, we're in jobs we may like them or not, but we ended up there. You know, there was a variety of steps going through, but we ended up in this job. But we still, when we talk to other people, we get this image of them based on their job title. You know, that's, it's, just, it's just interesting to me that we all do that. You know, we say, so what do you do? Um, you know, if somebody says, I'm a barista at Starbucks, 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 sorry, long night, uh, we get a certain image of them. We get another image if they say, I'm a CEO of a company, whatever. Um, but anyway, I was looking at this, uh, there was a, a study done by Pearl Meyer and Partners, and they said 80% of us, every 80% of companies sorry, use titles to reflect the hierarchy. Okay, what are those other 20% doing? I don't know. But they said 90% of companies use titles to define the roles. 
And it said 37%, only 37% use titles to attract people. So now if you're a job search, again, 37% of, title, uh, of companies use titles to attract people. So it's like there's a real big disconnect in there, okay? If you're a job seeker, you're, you know, let's be honest. You're looking at a few things. The first things that catch your eye, what's the job title and what's the salary? Let's, 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 let's keep it real. That's how it is. Um, then you start going into the other stuff. We'll talk about that stuff. But we are still at that point where job title is very important. Um, not even just corporate America. Think about if you're in, 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 a, in a ministry, you know, Kevin, I thought about this one for you. Um, you know, churches, you know, you're, you're, whatever your um, house of worship, if you attend one, um, there's, you know, senior pastor, junior pastor, associate pastor, you know, all these different um, – uh, going to these little men's ministry breakfast now. I'll be watching with my mom, my son Drew. He needs to hear this now. Graduate college now, seeking his career. Yep, Kevin. Um, Kevin, hit me up on um, on um, um, LinkedIn um, and uh, see what I can do to help you. I said it to anybody. Hit me up on LinkedIn and I see if I can help you. Okay. Uh, good luck with the, the, the men's ministry breakfast. Um, we got to talk about that because my church does one too. We need to connect, get our churches together. But anyway, um, so. So I'm sorry, back to, sorry, that was a part-time commercial for my buddy Kevin. Um, but anyway, um, like I said, companies don't use the job titles to attract people, but those, are, those job titles are what we're looking at when we're looking at a job, which is, you know, it's just, there's, there's a big disconnect there because we're thinking one thing and they're thinking something else. Um, so if you're a job seeker, you know, like I said, let's be honest. If you're a job seeker, you look at the job title, plain and simple. That's the first thing you look at, the job title. You know, what is it? Um, it reminds me, and this is a story. I got, I always have stories. But way back when I first graduated college, I was up in uh, Connecticut, and I met a young lady. And uh, we actually went out on a date. You know, we went out on one date and, and uh, you know, just got together. We, I think we met each other at a happy hour or something. We got together. And she was, uh, you know, I was like 23, 24 years old. And she was an ADP of some Wall Street firm. And she was, you know, she was like my age. She was like 24. And she was an ADP in this some, some Wall Street firm. And I remember it blew my mind. I'm like, you know, what in the world is this child come out of school doing, you know, uh, you know what, what is going on? Uh, how did she pull this off? You know, and I'm like, you know, it wasn't just that she was a woman. It was like, this is a, you know, 24-year-old. She's an ADP. And... Um, you know, years later, you know, a few years later, you know, we did, you know, that, the job title had nothing to do with it, but it's always stuck with me. But years later, I found out uh, what happens on Wall Street, or what used to happen on Wall Street, is everybody who came in, you know, first job, you know, they, they recruited you out of college back when they used to do the cold calling, things like that. They called you, they made you an AVP, assistant vice president. Like, why would they? Because if you are a client, and you have someone calling on you, you know, to service your account, and they say, I'm an assistant vice president, you get a certain impression in your head. You get a certain image of that company in your head about how important the company thinks you are. So to put it shortly, it's a mind game. Um, I used to be in sales compensation. I used to be in sales, but another company. But I used to be in sales compensation uh, where I kept track of, of, of sales and so on. And it was 
Interesting. We had account executives. Now, let's think about their title, just their title, account executive. An account executive comes to your business, your place of business, to sell you stuff. An account executive. What are your, what did you initially think? Oh, I am very important to this company because they have an executive. Oh my God, not an account rep, an account executive. Okay, it's a, it's a game. And, and, you know, I'm not bashing anybody who is an account executive. I'm just saying um, the, the titles that, that we put that people have are meant not to show, what, you know, looking at the studies, not to define roles, you know, you know 90% to define roles, 80% to, re, re, to reflect hierarchy, and 100% to give potential customers an image of what that company, how that company feels about it. Okay? Think about that. I mean, you know, any title, share, whatever. Um, it's not the person that you're interacting with. It's the title. You know, chief creativity officer. You know, Google and some of these companies over the last couple of years have come up with these really creative titles. But my point is, and I'm rambling, I apologize, it's particularly with account executive. There's a certain image they want to convey. Now, let's be clear. That account executive may have not much more power than an account rep. There's, there can be an account executive. There can be a junior account executive. There can be a senior account executive. And the connotation we have in our mind is, well, we have an executive. We have the number six guy at the company on our account, where he might be the number 12 guy in the office. But he's got that title, account executive. Okay? Um, so titles... I guess my point is you really can't um, – there's a lot of, of bait and switch these things, jobs of recruiting, making positions very attractive. By the time then you get, oh, yes, Kevin, oh, yes, oh, yes, bait and switch is crazy. And I'm going to try to – thank you for pointing that out. The companies would do bait and switch on job titles, okay? Um, I don't mean – I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm minimizing anybody's title, anything you do. Um, but remember when I started working – we had uh, secretaries. Um, unfortunately, the secretaries were usually female because somebody decided that that's a role for females. And all the office secretaries were, uh, or most of them were, were, were females. Now we have admin assistants. Um, it's a, it, job titles are playing on your ego um, in general. I mean, I'm not trying to call anybody, any company out, but job titles are trying are, are, you know, think about a job title is meant to tell, okay, what does this person do? That's all the job title is really supposed to say. Here's what this person does. But job titles, a lot of times, they're, they're made to play on your egos to, to, to you know, you know, I'm not, in it, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a custodian. I'm a sanitation engineer. Um, we went through that about 20 years ago where everybody's title just blew up into crazy, crazy stuff. And you had to, like, reverse engineer the title to figure out what the heck this person actually was doing. Okay? And that, you know, this, again, job titles are playing on eagles. Um, so now, if you're a job seeker, here's where it gets, gets interesting because you will see a title and you go, oh, that's interesting, but that sounds like it's got a lot of power or it sounds like it pays a lot of money. And sometimes they do neither. Sometimes you'll get a job title that sounds like you are – third in line to the presidency of the company and, and all this, and no, you're not. You're, you're, you're 285th in line for the manager of the office. That's just it. So 
if you're a job seeker, and I keep trying to get back to that, I'm sorry, I keep rambling. If you're a job seeker, what can you do? There's a couple of things. You know, first thing, okay, when you see a job title that interests you, because like I said, number one, you look at the job title, number two, you look at what it pays, and you try to, 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 to match the two things together. You try to match, uh, is this job title, oh, this, this, is, this job title sounds important. They're paying some good money for this one. Maybe not. Or, you know, there are jobs that don't sound important, or, or you know, the job sounds important, they're paying some good money, I got some power. Particularly when you're a C-level executive, you're you're you know you're one of those you used to be on the you know the top floor. Um, you truly were three or four steps away from the presidency, and you're out looking for a job. You're looking for jobs in that range, you know, with those types of titles. You know, um, this is funny in job search, and 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 I just thought about this in job search. I've met people uh, who on their resumes. You know, they will say, you know, they're looking for these titles. Think about that. They're looking for these titles. You know, titles change at every company. But, you know, I want to be a director. A director of company A and a director of company B can truly, truly be two totally, totally different levels. You know, associate director, director, AVP, VP, EVP. SVP. I mean, you know, this. But going back to that one woman I, I told you I dated a while ago, and I only dated one time. She's a really nice person. She's an AVP at 24 on a Wall Street firm. But everybody on that floor was an AVP. Okay, everybody. There were 287 AVPs at this one office out of like 300 employees. Think about that. 287 were AVPs. Okay? But when she showed her card, bam. You know, when she was able to give that card out to people, me especially, I was like, yo, you know. Um, but it, it, it's playing on your ego. Just understand that the job titles often will play on your egos and, and try to do it. So you're in job search, and I keep grabbing. I, I do apologize, you know, you know me. Um, if you are looking at a job, first of all, understand what you're looking for. Minister Lackey, we'll talk about that um, real quick. One thing about changing resume, this is my personal opinion. I'm sorry, people, but I got a, got a, got a live comment, and I want to make sure I address it. Um, you, yeah, you're right. I've, I've known people who have changed their resume and changed it based on the keywords in a job description. The challenge there, and I tried it myself once, the challenge is then you have multiple versions of your resume. And, boy, when you've got multiple versions of your resume that you've submitted, you've got to remember who you sent what. So that's the thing. I mean, I tried it for a day, and, you know, I give up easy. And I had about three or four resumes, and I was like, okay, I started numbering them. And I'm like, okay, what number is this and what number is that one? Okay, boom, boom, boom. But anyway, um, so that's the, when you start trying to manage your resume based on the job that you're looking for. That's something you always got to be aware of because um, you don't want different versions of it that you got to still remember who, you know. I don't say it's, it's kind of like when you tell a lie. And I'm not saying your, your, your resume is a lie, but if you tell different people different stories, you got to make sure who you told what to. And I'm lazy. I ain't got time to remember, you know. That's why I don't lie. Sorry. You see this halo around my head. Yeah, I did that on purpose with the fan. But anyway, um, but no, Mr. Lackey, we can talk about that uh, another time. That, that's a good point. Um, but anyway, so job titles. If you're looking for a job, 
the first thing you do is identify what it is that you want to do, what type of, what type of activities on the job that you like to do, and more importantly, you do well. Now, I like to sit on, and you can get paid for it. I like to sit on the couch with the remote. I do it very well. I mean, I'm, yo, there's nobody better. Can't get paid for that. So, okay. But there are things on the job. Like me personally, I'm good in Excel. I, I'm good with numbers. I'm good at uh, reading numbers, reading spreadsheets, reading reports, and identifying, doing the analysis. I'm, I'm just good at that because I've been doing it for more years. Okay. Um, I've just been doing it for a long time. So that's one thing that I know I feel comfortable saying I'm good at. Um, so if I'm looking for a job, I'm, if I'm looking at opportunities, I'm kind of looking at the title. Yeah, I'm kind of looking at if I can find what the job pays. A lot of times they won't tell you. Um, but that other point is I'm looking at what are the skills and responsibilities. Now, here's the problem with that. Usually on a job description, the skills and responsibilities that are written, HR wrote them. Hey, Sandy, um, you, HR writes the job descriptions. With all due respect to HR, they don't have a clue a lot of times what a hiring manager is looking for. They don't have a clue. And it's not that they're stupid. It's just that they're HR. They have to worry about the whole company. This particular hiring manager wants this particular job filled. So HR will wordsmith it and make sure that he's legal, that he can't say, look, I want somebody who, you know, ain't going to pick the nose, you know. Um, so the, the, the job descriptions often mislead you. So think about that. The job title could be misleading. The job description might be misleading. They don't tell you oftentimes what they're paying. You know, a lot of jobs won't put out there, well, we're paying this range, you know. Why is that? Uh, real quick on that one. If a job said they're paying – Eighty to a hundred thousand dollars, and it's put out there. Um, they know when they get into if they hire a candidate, and they get into negotiations. That candidate is always saying, already saying, "I want a hundred thousand dollars." Okay, that's why they leave themselves a range. You know, it's it's a it's a whole big thing about you know the range of a job. Uh, when you're in the job, where you are in the range will will determine your 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 raise, all kinds of stuff. But, but anyway, like I said, those three things, they won't tell you. They won't tell you the job. The, uh, they, they, they can mislead you about the title. They can mislead you about the responsibilities. And they will be very vague about the, the, uh, the salary range. Okay? So what's, what do you do? You're walking into this trying to get a job. So uh, let's go back to the old standard. What do I always say? First of all, if you're looking for a job, people don't hire resumes. They hire people. So the first thing you have to do, is get in front of somebody or get them on the phone or get them an email, get a live human because the computers will mess you over. There was a whole line from one of the Lethal Weapon movies where Joe Pesci was talking about what they do to you at the drive-thru. Some of y'all remember that movie. I'm not going to say the line because this is a family show. But, yeah, that's what they do. Um, just look up Lethal Weapon, Joe Pesci, drive-thru. Why you don't go through the drive-thru. Um, but you want to get into a, a, in front of a live person. You want to get in front of a, a person. You want to connect with a person because people don't hire resumes. They hire people. You want to hopefully get in touch with the job manager, the, the, the hiring manager. Now, once you get in front of get in touch with that person, 
Here's what you got to do. Here, here's my suggestion of what you should be doing, or what you should try to do. You get in front of the hiring manager, you get him on the phone or whatever, and you say, hey, you know, um, I saw this job that you had posted. It's very interesting, but I'd like to know some more information about it. Can we meet for coffee or can we meet for lunch? I'll, I'll pay. Um, I just want to pick your head and see what it is you're really looking for. What you're basically saying is I don't believe the job description. You're the hiring manager. You know what you want. Let me come to you and find out what this job is, okay? Now, is that an interview? No. Is that an interview? Yes, okay? Um, I use that tactic many times. Uh, I worked for another company a long time, and whenever I wanted to move from one position to another within the company, I would reach out to whoever the hiring manager was and just say, hey, can we get 15 minutes to talk? I saw this position. I want to get your take on what it is you're looking for. Because basically what I'm saying is, again, I don't believe the job description. I want you to tell me what you're looking for. And you will be surprised how many job hiring managers will go, yeah, please come. I will tell you exactly what I'm looking for. Now, this is an informational interview. It's not really an interview. It's just a conversation. Okay, and that's what you look at it as. It's a conversation. But, I mean, you don't show up in a suit because that's, you know, obvious. You know, that's, you know, it's like coming up, showing up with, with, with lipstick and knee pads on. You don't do that. Um, but, you know, particularly with somebody in your company, you know, you just meet them at a conference room for 10, 15 minutes. If it's somebody in the company you're trying to get into, you say, hey, you know, I know you go, you know, go to work at this time. Can we meet for coffee one morning? You know, give 15 minutes of your time. Now, it's very important if they say yes and say, we'll meet at Starbucks, be there five minutes early at least. Be there before they get there. When they get there, you already be there. Um, buy them coffee. Buy them coffee. Okay. Second thing, and that's the third thing is if, they, if you ask them for 15 minutes, at 15 minutes, stop. Say, thank you for your time. I only wanted 15 minutes of your time. The time is up. I don't want to keep you. If they say, oh, no, I'm good. Let's talk some more you're in. Okay, I'm not saying you got a job, but you're, you're, you, you piqued their interest. Jobs are just like dating. Okay, fellas, and that lady says, oh, yeah, and what do you do? Bam, you know you're in there. You know? But anyway, seriously, um, have that conversation. Try to get the conversation and just say, you know, I saw the job title. What is it you're looking for? What is it, what kind of responsibilities, what kind of duties, what what is it that you are looking for? And they'll say, well, I'm glad you asked that. And they will tell you, just like in an interview, if you have a regular interview with this person, you know, and we've talked about that, we'll talk about it again. But if, in the interview, the last thing I want personally is this hiring manager going through my resume. And, oh, tell me about this job. 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 I don't want that. I'd rather have the conversation led by them telling me, the four, three or four things that they find important in this job, okay, that they need done. You know, I know the job says this, but here's what we really want. And then you write it down, write it down. You know, have the informational interview. That's the way you do it. That, that's one way to do it. I'm sorry, I'm not an expert, but this is what I suggest you do. So you have that informational interview, and you find out what they really want in that position, what they're looking for. And if you have time left, you know, you don't try not to go over your 15 minutes because the worst thing in the world 
and I'm saying this as, as an interviewer, as an interviewee, and as somebody who's done public speaking. If somebody tells you you got 20 minutes or you got 15 minutes, don't go for an hour because you got something you feel they really need to hear. Because I'm telling you now, they will shut you off. They will mentally turn off the hearing aid. And they'll be going, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. This person don't care about my time. Okay, respect their time. If the conversation is going that great and you both agree and they say, but I don't have the time to talk, say, well, can we meet again? You know, can I meet you, can, can, can I reach out to you in a couple of days or maybe go to lunch where we may have a little more time to talk about this? Okay, I, it, I can't tell you. Um, me personally, this has been a, that was a very successful tactic. Um, and, I, and I've told the story. I actually had a job description that me and a, a senior executive, and this is a real senior executive, sat at a diner. And we met about two or three times at a diner and wrote out the job description for the job they were hiring me into. He and I put it together ourselves. Okay? And as soon as the job was posted, I got a call. Yo, go apply for the job. Click. Boom. Um, have the conversation. But what you're doing by that conversation, you're getting by, you're getting past the title. You're getting past uh, what HR says they have to put in the job description. You're getting to here is what this hiring manager is looking for. That is the most important thing. What is it that this hiring manager is looking for? What is it that they need? That is your objective, is to find out what his or her or the company's true need is. Regardless of the title, regardless of, of what they say in public and, 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 and what they post on the job boards, what is it they need? What is the need, the gap they need to have filled? Sometimes, now, sometimes you don't know that gap. You may get hired, and then you find out there's another gap that they have that they didn't even know about. Fill it. If you have the background, fill it. I've said this. At the end of the day, you as an employee, you have one job to make your boss look good. We can sugarcoat it. We can sweet talk it. At the end of the day, it comes down to that. Your job is to make sure that you present your, your department, your team, your organization in the best light possible because you represent that company. You represent that team, regardless of your title. You represent that team. Don't ever, ever forget that. That is number one. Your job is to make your boss look good, regardless of what they put in the job descriptions, regardless of what your title is. Your job is to make your boss look good, and don't you ever forget that. Okay, titles aside. So, Anyway, when you're looking at a job, when you're, when you're, you're looking at an opportunity, the, the title sounds great. There have been, I've known people who had a title, and they look for that same title at other companies, and they're making the assumption that that level, that title means the same thing at every company. It doesn't. It doesn't. It does not mean the same thing. Yeah, granted, head of HR, probably you're not the, the – the guy cleaning up the parking lot. But for the most part, don't rely on titles to be consistent across organizations. Don't rely on titles to 
always dictate what the job responsibilities are. Don't rely on titles to always dictate what job um, the, the salary is. Uh, last thing before I go, and I was saying, I meant to say this earlier, you know, one thing I'm down here in the greatest place in the world, um, because Disney, they don't call their employees employees. They're all cast members, okay, because this is a show. They're all cast members. Does that mean they get paid more? Probably not. I'm a Disney cast member, okay? So what do you do? Oh, I'm a greeter on the, 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 the River Safari excuse me, River Safari ride, or I'm the guy that does like this when, when Toy Story Mania is about to go to make sure that everybody's locked and loaded. Um, I'm the, the guy who's walking around picking up trash. I'm the person who works at the um, popcorn venue. But they're all cast members, okay? So anyway, job titles, you just got to be careful. Everybody, I was surprised how many people I had tuned in at 8 o'clock this morning. I am I'm very appreciative. There's a lot of people on Facebook at 8 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Um, but I thank you all. I thank you all for your time. I thank you all for, for, um, for tuning in. Uh, with that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this show. Uh, it'll be available. Now, this is a podcast, so you can download it from iTunes. Um, the Bunny Slippers of the Evil Job Seeker Show, and so is The Secret Math of Money. They're both in iTunes. Feel free to download them. If you miss the video, download them. Love them, uh, hate them, write a review. It'll help other people find the show. So with that, everybody, thank you so much for your time and, and patience this morning as always. Have a very blessed day, and I will talk to you again very soon. Take care, y'all. Bye-bye.